Hello. <laughs> Every single week, I'm just going to start doing at the beginning of each podcast series, or I guess podcast episode, I should say more specifically. I'm just going to make like a really weird, funny intro. So for those of you out there listening, it can just be hilarious. I'm not sure, but I just sometimes I just want to start it out, get all like the weird nerves out the window, embarrass myself, and just let loose. But hello and welcome back to the Chris Seibert Show. We are here at week number 12. Technically, this is the 13th week I've recorded something and posted it consistently. But uh, in terms of actual episodes that I'd say that's more geared toward being specific about following these categories, it's just been 12 weeks. It's really cool too because actually I'm recording this way ahead of schedule than what I typically do. It is Wednesday, the evening I am recording this, July 29th, but tomorrow, which would be July 30th on Thursday when I normally do my recordings, I'm going to be in Las Vegas on vacation with friends. But still, for those of you out there, I will be posting this on Friday at 8 a.m., which will be scheduled out, so that way everything's still normal. And be uh, on my personal Instagram, the Christopher Cyber. Things could be a little bit interesting. I might try to. I, I generally, I'd say, try to post it at 8 a.m., but with the time change and everything. I'll just post it when I post it. But anyways, thank you all for being back and tuning in. Uh, We always go over the analytical data first, and that would be that on week number 11, I had two total downloads, and then I also had two total YouTube views. So not a lot of viewership, not a lot of downloading compared to previous episodes, which is completely fine. I don't expect the numbers to be high. I'm happy to see that people are still tuning in and listening, but I don't really expect that. Uh, I just do this because it's fun and it's enjoyable. It's a hobby of mine. And I just like sharing this stuff with you guys. Like it really excites me and I always get a, a big kick out of every single week coming back and just sharing, you know, what's new in my life, the stock market stuff, news, etc. But an exciting analytical data, I guess some information I should point out to you guys is that I had 10 total as of this point in time views on Welcome to My Weekends, my family golf outing, and uh, it had five likes. So that's a 50% like boost the out of the at five out of the 10 viewers, I should say, more or less, there was five likes. So guys, thank you as always for the support. It means the world to me. It's awesome that you see that. And the cool part about this whole scenario, and I feel like we're starting to see these drives in terms of viewership and growth, is that on my personal Instagram, the Christopher Seibert, uh, I'm getting more followers. And of course, these are people that I know that have come to follow me. And uh, I, I want to just inform you guys that I hope it's okay that I don't follow you back on that personal account because that is strictly just a post content. I more or less, I would say, follow you on my personal Instagram because I know of you and uh, I just want to let you guys know that I, I'm sorry if you're a little upset that I don't follow you back. You don't have to follow that account if you don't want to. You can always come back to it, but I just follow people who inspire me, motivational pages, and I'm on that Instagram. I would say most times when I pop open the app, just because there's a lot of really, uh, like I said, motivational, inspirational posts, things that kind of pump me up and drive me. So I'm usually on there a lot. But again, thank you for the support. Seeing my followers increase and being able to share little segments of each video or podcast episode like this 
uh, it feels like it drives the viewership up. So again, it's so nice to be able to have that social media outlet so I can share for those of you that don't know when I upload something new are able to tune in if you're interested. Going ahead and getting into my personal life, uh, the past seven days, the first thing I automatically feel like I'm obligated to talk about is that I finally have uploaded a welcome to my weekends video. Now, I've been doing a very poor job of doing that. Uh, for those of you that have been uh, with me all along throughout this whole uh, YouTube thing, it seems like the past month and a half or so, a lot of times, I've mentioned this before in the past, I'll be hanging out with friends or doing something fun, and I mean the last thing on my mind is just to pull out my cell phone and begin recording people, recording what's really happening. And I do that sometimes, but I don't do it enough. And again, it's just kind of knowing my surroundings, knowing my... Uh, uh, knowing my environment, knowing my audience. My audience, that's the word I was looking for, but just, I don't wanna be that weird guy. And I want people to be able to hang out with me and feel comfortable. I'm working on that a lot more. So uh, yeah, I finally was able to upload a welcome to my weekends, and it was my family golf outing. Not mine, I should say, I participated in a golf outing. It was for one of my best friends back at home, his father who passed away. Uh, it was a little while ago, I don't know the exact date, but uh, he was an awesome guy. He did a lot of fundraising. He uh, was also Santa Claus at our uh, local park at home. So he did a lot of great things for the community and this was uh, to honor him. So all the proceeds went to that. But I went with my family. That was a major portion of Welcome to My Weekends. And uh, it was awesome because I was recording all the footage and content with my brand new Panasonic 4K camera. And I want you guys to know that I am recording this episode if you tune in to the YouTube version this week here. So I'm using this new camera. I'm curious to see you know, how things turn out. And uh, I want to spend a great deal of this episode, or not such a great deal, but a lengthy segment just kind of talking about this. So for me personally, when I was at Ball State University, I bought this, or I didn't buy it, I should say, that's not, not a great way of saying it, but I first started out with, it was a Canon um, G7X or something, uh, yeah, a Canon G7X, it was like this pocket cam, it was more or less like your typical small like photography camera, but it was great for vlogging and creating video content on YouTube. And at the time, I just wanted that because I wanted to be able to pump out 1080p, high definition, good quality video content when I was making vlogs and stuff. And uh, when I went to Ball State, we were using bigger, thicker cameras. Now it wasn't like a camcorder, but it was just a really heavy, big, bulky camera. I can't even remember the exact name, but it was a Sony camera and I hated almost everything about it. It was just hard to put everything in focus. It was very difficult, but it was good because I got experience learning with this camera. But with that being said, I was noticing a common theme where a lot of people was using mirrorless, and maybe not even mirrorless, but just DSLR cameras. They were buying these nice camera bodies and attaching lenses and then recording content or taking pictures. And at the time, I was kind of just like dumbfounded thinking, well, I mean, like what happened to like, you know, camcorders? Those are purposefully made for video content and video creation. 
But I just noticed it more and more. People like Casey Neistat using these nice DSLRs. People at school were using their own personal DSLRs. Uh, and I just kind of realized, like, I thought that was the move, you know? Like, I just thought you needed specifically a nice DSLR camera and a lens. And if you're in a person, if you're a person that's in an industry like like me here, where I, you know, recreate content and do videos and all that kind of jazz, uh, camera bodies can be very expensive depending on what brand you go with and what type of resolution it's able to pump out and let alone the lenses, depending on what lens you get, what brand, it can also be very expensive. So for the longest time, I was saving money thinking, man, like I need to purchase this mirrorless camera to make like the nicest content and buy these lenses, which adds up very quickly. And for somebody like me, who's so like just cheap and does not like to spend money and tries to, you know, find a cheap alternative to take that time, um, to save and invest in other things. But even though I have a side freelance business, just it made a lot more sense recently to try out a camcorder and i did a little bit of research i did mention last week that i didn't do a whole lot of research but a lot of the big reason i guess why i was so heavy with the camcorder and wanting one was because at work at festival we've been doing these live streams and every friday you know we have this whole system we have an atm a black magic design switcher we have an audio mixer for all the microphones we have lights and uh, what we end up doing is we take an HDMI cord, plug it into this mixer from the mixer, right, not, not the mixer, I'm sorry, the switcher. From the switcher, we then plug that HDMI into another HDMI um, cord area, and then there's a little micro HDMI that goes into the camera. And we've been using these mirrorless, nice, I mean, I would say $3,000 Sony cameras, but the just the video looks so rough and ugly and to me anyways but i'm just so hard and particular on like how things look so i was doing some research and found out that camcorders are a great alternative for live streaming but after purchasing the camera and seeing the difference while live streaming how much more crystal clear and beautiful the video is i was hooked and then going back to welcome to my weekends just taking it home and playing with it I found out that I actually just love the camcorder. It's not a mirrorless, nice DSLR with a lens. I still see, you know, all these influencers and videographers using that, which is great. I originally wanted the Blackmagic Pocket Camera because it can shoot 4K. It's a nice little camera in your hand. You can get lenses too that attach as well, and it produces great video content. And that might be something that I upgrade to, you know, a year or so from now. But for this particular camera, it can shoot up to like over an hour long straight of video content, which is great for the podcast because again, over time, I'm not saying soon, but within the next few months, even maybe beginning in 2021, once this kind of grows more, I wanna invite my friends over who are just, and I've mentioned this, who are very creative, who kind of have their own little freelance gig going on, entrepreneurs, people who produce music, you know, just a lot of creative individuals. So you can hear their story and I can talk to them and ask them questions that you might ask, but it's just gonna be a great alternative to use that that can record longer instead of, because the main reason why I wanted to make the podcast episodes was 30 minutes was because at 30 minutes, that's when the camera goes off, or at least the one I had for work. I was using that throughout this process, but I need to start investing in my own equipment because 
I don't want to use work stuff. And especially at some point down the road, if I get monetized, I cannot use their, their equipment to make money off of. So there's a lot of sticklers, a lot of all this kind of mumbo jumbo, but I felt like I just wanted to bring that up and talk about this camera. But the camera ended up being almost $600. I should say it was $600, $599.99. I can't give you the exact um, model number it was, but it's just a Panasonic 4K camcorder. You can do your own research. There's plenty out there, but on Best Buy's website, it was originally listed at $900, but I got it for uh, a little over $600. I ended up buying another additional battery pack as well for it too, because I feel like the battery kind of dies pretty quickly from what I've learned. But overall, from a technological standpoint, it's a very awesome camera and I've come to love it. I keep playing with it all that I can, which is great because I need to continue to keep recording content and doing stuff. And I even reached out to Bryce too, who's moving in extremely soon and was like, hey man, I just got this uh, new camera so we can shoot your music videos and all kinds of other stuff with. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about the camera, share that with you guys. So I'm very curious to see, you know, after editing the episode this week, how the content looks. What's nice is a lot of times too with the mirrorless camera, I had to make sure everything was in focus or autofocus. And a lot of times it would be trying to focus when I was at work and it was just a mess. And even manual focus, you can't get everything in that you want that's like in focus. So having this camcorder, being able to be everything in focus from a distance, whether I need to use the uh, to zoom in or not, I can. It's very easy and it's just, I think overall a great purchase. So I'm very excited with it and it's gonna help a lot too. Moving forward with freelance projects once I get into that point in time and charging clients and getting into all that stuff. So, of course, we'll be talking about that later down the road. But for right now, very pleased with this investment. Excited to continue to pump out content with this camcorder and to see how things look. Next thing I want to talk about is uh, the Wednesday live stream. Now, uh, I've mentioned this now a couple times and I'll mention it this time as well, is I like to call out when I'm going to be doing the how's your drink um, or how's your week going, grab a drink and let's talk. This Wednesday, I'm recording obviously this episode. I'm a little bit ahead of set schedule, but the episode of the Chris Seibert show will be uploaded on Friday. Uh, for In terms of the Wednesday live stream though, next week in August we will be now, I should be live streaming. I will say that now and repeat that. Bryce will be moved in, but he will already be at work, so uh, he won't be able to make the jump. Oh, I'm so sorry, my mom's FaceTiming me. What is the odds it's the second week in a row that this has happened? But with that being said, I should be live streaming again next Wednesday, and this will be from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so be on the lookout for that. Um, Something exciting that I want to talk about really quickly and bring up, but I don't want to get too into it, is that yes, I'm recording this episode early, and the reason for that is because that I'm going to be going to Sin City, Las Vegas. I am so excited. My flight is tomorrow at 8.15 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, and I'll be flying out of Indianapolis International to Atlanta, and from Atlanta, I would be flying straight through to Las Vegas but I'm gonna be taking my camcorder. I'm also taking my DJI Mavic drone, and I'm going to do my best to produce and record a movie. Now, it's not going to be your standard hour and a half movie, but it'd probably be a good 15 to 20 minutes of just a montage of different clips throughout the trip. Just walk with it. We have an Airbnb. There's a lot of things going on. I don't wanna get into specifics as what we're doing because with this whole pandemic situation, I'm not sure what we even know what we're gonna be doing yet, but 
first things first, we're just gonna be getting into Vegas. But yep, I'm charging all the batteries tonight, both the camera, the drone, and just taking it with me. But I'm excited to go to Vegas. Have not been since I was 21. I just turned 25 two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago or was it last week? I think it was last week. Time's flying. But it's going to be a great trip. And then the last thing I want to bring up about my personal life in the last seven days is that Bryce is officially moving in this weekend. And I will not see him until Tuesday because I work from home and he works third shift. So he is moving in this weekend. I might be seeing him on Sunday to be determined though, not sure by the time I fly in, you know, get all settled if he will be already gone for work or not. But it is so cool and so exciting to have Bryce be moving in this early in the game. Was not expecting that, but we are going to have the best of times. We're going to both be pumping out content, enjoying ourselves, and just, you know, just goal chasing, seeing what we can and can't do. And we talk about it all the time, but it's going to be great having a roommate and having him here too, and just working on our future together and trying to better ourselves each and every day. Um, but yeah, that covers my personal life in the last seven days. All right, guys, so the stock market this week, huge announcement. I had to put on the Blink hat, okay? I had to put it on because I have been the biggest Blink advocate. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest, but I've been the biggest fan of Blink ever since I saw Tesla's quarterly report back in January. I started investing heavily in Blink then and in February, and of course in March, uh, the market crashed, but I had most of my position at the time already invested. So anyways, where I'm getting at with this is that Blink, as of today, July 29th, has surpassed $10 per share. Now, my phone's gone. I'm not going to pull up the website and see on my um, Robinhood account where it's at at this point in time. However, since it is now past $10 per share, I have invested 2,000 shares, or I guess I should say that I have 2,000 shares of Blink in my portfolio. I now own $20,000 of Blink, or I guess you could say that my overall value of Blink in my portfolio is $20,000, which is just so crazy to me. $20,000 when you think about it, I don't know, maybe you might not think about it. I try not to think about it. I just try to think of it as a number, but that is a lot of money. You can do so much with a lot, like $20,000, but to me, I don't know, just looking at my account and seeing that and it continue to keep going is just wild. But as of today, it passed $10 per share. And it's hard to say where it's going to go in the future, but I am literally losing my marbles. Every day I wake up, I'm just so excited to see what happens. But congratulations to Blink, Blink Charging. It's on the NASDAQ. I am just so proud and happy of the company. I'm so excited for the future of electric vehicles and where the automobile industry is heading. I am so happy that I speculated thinking I'm knowing where the uh, EVs, electric vehicles would be at and to be here in the future, well, it's now technically the present, but back then I didn't realize that it'd go to this amount so fast. So it's just crazy to even think that, but shout out to Blink, super pumped. I rearranged my portfolio a lot this week. I will tell you that. Uh, I sold, ended up selling my entire MFA position, which was 900 shares with an average price of $2.43. I had over $2,300, um, 
$2,300 worth of MFA in my portfolio. And I sold my entire stake just because I've been thinking more heavily about dividends, companies right now who are paying through this pandemic, REITs and other different types of um, companies and EFTs, stuff that I'm invested in. I just really thought about this a lot yesterday because I did this big move Tuesday. But um, I'll just go ahead go ahead and run through what happened. So after selling my entire stake in MFA, that gave me a lot of wiggle room to continue to either buy a lot of these companies or my portfolio or kind of branch out. And I didn't really want to branch out because I was really happy with most of my investments. The problem with MFA was that I just don't know when the dividend would come back. And with everything happening right now in mortgages and you know just unemployment, it's hard to say when they'll get their dividend back. So I ended up spending it in other big companies, one ETF, and then three uh, REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust, and then I bought uh, more of my OGI cannabis company. But we'll go ahead and run through this really quick. SPHD, I originally had 64 shares before I sold um, the MFA stake, and afterwards I ended up purchasing 36 more shares. So now I have a total share count of 100 shares of SPHD in my portfolio. I also ended up adding two, or buying I should say, shares of EPR, and now I have a total count of 100 shares. Realty income, ticker symbol O, I only had 13 shares before I sold MFA and afterwards I added 12 to my position. So now I have 25 shares of O. And then with STAG, I had 15 shares before I sold MFA and after selling, I ended up buying an additional 10 to make it 25. So SBHD, 100 total shares. EPR, 100 total shares. Realty income, ticker symbol O, I have 25 shares. And then STAG, I also have 25 shares. And then last but not least, um, OGI, I had 104 shares. This is the cannabis company, and I ended up adding 46 or buying 46 more shares. So now I stand at a total of 150 shares of OGI. Now, going back to this whole dividend thing and really thinking about my future, how cool would it be? And this is where I'm at right now thinking strategically. I live very cheap, and there's a there's a reason why I live cheap. For those of you who don't know, there's different types of um, investments in the stock market you make. You have just regular growth stocks, you have ETFs, you have REITs, you have um, CDs, you have bonds, you have uh, money orders, or not money orders, gosh dang it, I was just talking to a friend about a money order, but you have the money market, that's who my friend Emily, she has some money in the money market, but there's all these different types of investments you can make. Well, dividend stocks, specifically REITs, and um, my ETF here, these, all the ones I own that pay dividends pay monthly. And what my strategy and what I'm trying to think about doing is since I'm budgeting so cheap and I live so cheaply, I'm trying to make it to where every single month I buy specifically the dividend stocks. Because what I'm thinking is over time, this is this is my theory here. I want you guys to listen in to, listen in to what my theory is here. So if I'm able to live extremely cheaply and budget properly. I'm not saying I gotta eat like a can of beans every night for dinner, but if I'm able to budget and continue to buy each one or two of these shares or companies, ETF or REITs that I'm invested in, every single month, 
I will continue to receive a higher dividend. And with that dividend, I can reinvest that dividend back into the stock. Now, these particular REITs and ETF that I own may be a lot more than the dividend I'm receiving, but I'm able to buy fractional shares. But what I'm thinking is, as I continue to keep buying more and more month, the dividend will get higher, which means I'm going to be able to keep reinvesting the dividend into the stock. And before I know it, I'm thinking at this rate, that within the next five to 10 years, I will have a monthly dividend about equivalent to a weekly check, if not my salary. It sounds crazy, it sounds difficult, and I can't predict the future on what will happen, but my long-term play here is that I wanna be able to receive a dividend so high that what I'm making every single month in that dividend is able to continue to keep growing and I'm able to not even have to worry about like my job because say, worst case scenario, I get laid off and I'm receiving a dividend so high that I can just take that dividend and spend that dividend that I'm making. I don't have to reinvest it anymore. Or what I can do is I'm able to save my money that I'm receiving from work and instead of investing it, I'm able to save that for properties and get into real estate. So it's crazy and it sounds nuts and whack, but I have this long-term play in my brain and right now it's kind of just being extremely cheap and smart and budgeting properly and reinvesting and continue to keep buying these REITs and ETFs and just see what happens. But the stock market is so much fun. It is so much fun and I just get the biggest kick out of it and I just love sharing uh, about that. So yeah, that's the stock market. Blink 2000 shares, which just surpassed $10 as of today. Things could change, it could go higher, could go lower, but as of this point in time when I'm recording this, it's over $10 a share. Uh, no longer have MFA, SPHD, I now have 100 shares. EPR, I now have 100 shares. Realty Income, I now have 25 shares. STAG, I now have 25 shares. And then OGI, I have 150 shares. That concludes the stock market segment. The last thing I wanna talk about is the news, and I'm gonna go through these pretty quickly. I heard today, or I guess they talked about it this week a little bit, that cases are starting to sl slowly decline again. So it's kind of been like a roller coaster. I can't give you the exact numbers. I can't tell you really where. It's just something I heard in a podcast I was listening to. But this is, I guess, good news because we're seeing a slow decline in the cases per day. How long will that last? Not sure. But we're doing this thing in a lot of different states, and even here in Indianapolis, where we're closing restaurants, bars, and uh, trying to limit the spread as much as possible, which kind of breaks my heart, but at the same time, I think it's it's for the best. Uh, what's nice about you know these things being closed down is it's less money that I'm going to spend because if I'm not spending my money on utilities and rent or in the stock market, it's generally going to the bar. So being able to save that money and put it somewhere and use it smart, or I guess use it the right way can go a long way. So it is what it is. I'll have to suffer for a little bit, but that's okay. Um, and the last thing I wanna really talk about, I see that we're climbing more closer to the 30 minute mark and I'm not really, I don't have too much more to say, but that um, Kodak, the camera company, just as of Monday, uh, came out with a press release saying that they were receiving $765 million from the government as a loan to produce generic drug ingredients. Now, the crazy thing is, is that I've always thought of Kodak as a camera company, which it is, but apparently they have or know how to produce 
these drug ingredients, which is just crazy. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because that shot the stock up Kodak from $2 to like $10. And then later that day on Monday evening, or I guess I should say yesterday, Tuesday, when all this was happening, President Donald Trump came out and was talking about Kodak and how great it is and what they're going to do. Well, as of today, the stock went from $10, which is what I was talking about, all the way up to $56 a share. It's over a 500% increase in price in just one day. My father was lucky enough to be able to purchase the stock at $10. He sold at $54, I would say. He had an excellent day, and I'm super happy and proud of him because we always talk stocks every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But... Um, the reason why I'm bringing it up in the news portion is just because I'm very curious to see if there's going to be repercussion or backlash. I don't think there will be, but the fact that the president came out and talked about this company and everyone invested into it was just very fascinating. And to see what the price did at today, or I guess the, the stock in the market, it just really struck me. And I was very fascinated by it. And I was curious to say, or see that you know any any president and they're always talking about stocks in the news and everything like that but just the simple fact that president donald trump brought it up and it shot up that much um people were foaming out or fomo you should say fear of missing out they uh, were just pumping the stock and then it crashed and i think now it's around 34 dollars or something again i don't have it pulled up in front of me but the last time i checked so it's just interesting. I don't know if there's going to be any repercussion. I don't know if there's going to be a punishment. I don't know what's going to happen. I doubt anything's going to happen out of it, but it's just crazy to see that the stock pumped 500% today. So I wanted to bring that up. And then the last thing I really want to talk about, and this will be kind of my wrap-up portion, is that if you don't follow me already on my personal Instagram, the Christopher Seibert, please feel free to. I post every single Sunday my stock portfolio of how much money I have, I also post when I upload a new Chris Seibert Show episode, which is something like this. And then last and not least, I'll up or post a picture of my welcome to my weekends. And then on my stories, I generally try to post something motivational and inspirational for those of you out there that need it. So if any of that sounds interesting to you and you want to keep up, feel free to follow that account. It's the Christopher Seibert, all one word. S-E-I-B-E-R-T is how you spell my last name. And always the name's in the description of the video. It's in the description of the podcast series. So feel free to check that out. But as always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You have no idea what that means to me. Listening, downloading, streaming, whatever you do to keep up with my weekly life. For those of you out there, it means the world to me. And as always, I hope you guys are staying safe. I cannot wait to bring you an epic movie come Monday for the Welcome to My Weekends video. With that being said, I will catch you guys next time. Have a wonderful week, and I'll be seeing you guys very soon.